What's up, guys? Whoa, is that funny? <laughs> no, it's good. Am dude. I amusing you? Am I clown? No, I like it, bro. It's okay. I don't even have to auto tune it. It's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm in the studio with Eli, who apparently hates me now, and <laughs> Nikki Q, who we're just lugging along at this point. Oh yeah, we're missing Jared though. Exactly. <laughs> um, boo. We, uh, Jared. it's just us though. Tracks are coming. And, uh, yeah, we've been drinking a little more heavily this episode. I feel like we've been talking to a thing called chat GPT. I wasn't really yeah. versed with this at the bar, so I was introduced to it really. Yeah. So we're, we've been going back and forth at the happy hour below deck here below uh, deck. <laughs> about chat GPT and, uh, all the things that are going on, like the Drake songs coming out. All these songs that you're seeing on on the talk or whatever. And I feel like Drake would be the easiest artist for Chat GPT yeah. to write a banger to, though. Well, uh, I'm, I'm sure Likes. I'm sure there's a lot of people would be like, Dude. no, no, no. But like, he's one of the most generic radio. Chat song GPT guys. could just write a song that just repeats, like I don't know, mm-hmm. like I'm with my fucking boys, fucking my shit up. But it's Drake, and if he just Bars. repeats that. <laughs> Over and over again, and puts like a sick melody to it. Mm-hmm. That's a banger, man. But it's going to be super interesting. What changes? Because I've seen guys that get like four uh, work from home jobs and let AI kind of like do all their emails. I don't think doing... that's real. I I think it's doable. I mean, you're talking like virtual assistant. Yeah, but stuff, what about all the team meetings you need to be on? And, you know, hey, just Jerry's meetings, not bro. on this again. Like, what the fuck is he doing? He's been offline all day. AI, bro. <laughs> you yeah. make, like, uh, the clothes hanger that ha- hangs your pants at different heights and just have all your laptop cameras at different heights. That And just pray to God that nobody asks you a direct question. Or you can get, like, a little pad where you control each space bar. Just like a little clicker that you make, because at that point you just gotta be making stuff for your your mm-hmm. spot. Yeah, I've also seen those mouses that work themselves to keep your uh, you yeah, know computer do. active. Yeah, I, I know. Um, I know the vibrator is like a good alternative for that. You just put, oh. your, just put your mouse on a vibrator. Okay. Yeah, I've heard things. Nice. Speak up. This guy fucks. I didn't say anything. It was just like a guy fucks with a vibrator. A weird exhale after hearing that that I got, piece. I got one in my drawer. Um, <laughs> one in the so, chamber, baby. Put that in chat, GPT. So, <laughs> so when when are robots going to take over the world? How far out do you think we truly are? Until I feel like now, because my life's a lie. Like, how do I know someone's communicating with me for real? You don't. Or if it's mm-hmm. chat GPT, like you guys, if I'm texting you, how do I know it's you? Because, well, I care enough to actually give you a real response. I hope so. Yeah. That's what a computer would say. (laughs) Bang. Fuck. (laughs) Valid. Valid. You're not even actually here right now. (laughs) We're so fucked. So if if chat GPT was going to write us uh, a podcast outline of topics we want to talk about. um, Give me the quirky one. That was funny. Yeah. So I, I asked it. I was like, give us. Give us topics because, you know, we're we're drinking. We we don't want to do the work right now, um, just like our nine to fives. But where the fuck did it go? So sharing funny stories about coworkers and or your bosses and their quirky habits or demands. 
That's pretty funny. I also, just because I had one where a coworker just said the phrase, you know that a lot. Yeah. Explain. After everything. You know Like that? they would just say something and be like, yeah, you know that. It was their period. You know that? Like, I guess it was like their, um, what's it called if someone like, oh, like their Twitch or tick or whatever. Yeah, their tick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they just, they just said that all the time at work. And it just gets to the point where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, Judy, I know that. So, so what's, you know your, that? what's your tick? Because mine's, mine's, yeah, you know, like that's mine, you know. <laughs> Yellow. Like, that's kind of my segue or I finish a lot of sentences saying so because it's open-ended. Yeah, I say like a lot that I noticed and I feel, mm-hmm. I feel that I don't want to keep saying that because I say it a lot. Fuck, I almost just said it like three times. Well, that's just our, our like, fourth grade. Like, 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 our like, Our fourth like. grade brains activating. You I know? feel like We're not mine, mine kind of changes, eh, changes, but it's like the concept of acknowledging that, like, you heard what I said. It's like the instant accountability. You heard? It's it's just like I'll say something and be like, <laughs> When I yeah, think of like, my do you brain, under, like, you get it? I just think of a little kid eating crowns, and that's a problem. <laughs> say that word one more time. Crowns. That, that was better. Yeah. Okay. What, what did I say? Crayons. <laughs> no, so it, it was draw. It was like a French guy, like a like no. Crayons. There's no way. Man. Sorry, I can prove crayon. it. I say crayons. Uh, what crayons? color? Like, That's wrong. Yeah. You're making fun of me. I'm lazy. Not. I do. I say crayons as well, but I don't yeah. really ever. It doesn't really ever come up. And that's the first time I probably said it since <laughs> I was like six. <laughs> so I don't. I don't. You know. guys be fucking with crayons or what? <laughs> Yeah, do the, them crayons. <laughs> they do look like they would taste good, though. I would eat a lot of crayons if they were fucking. Crayons. Maybe like a mint green. What? A mint green? Yeah, that's probably the worst. That's probably the worst one. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. I didn't realize cherry, it was the worst cherry flavor, red, dude. Blue you, raspberry. You sound like a, a mint chocolate chip kind of guy. No. No, no, no. No, okay, I don't good, like I, I don't like that, that taste. Yeah. It tastes like you're brushing your teeth yeah, while you're eating weird. milk. Yeah, that's weird. I agree. I kind of like it. Well, oh, Nick. That's not surprising. Nick. You also <laughs> order gin all the time, dude. <laughs> okay, whatever. You that, liking minty uh, chocolate if shit? Anybody is, at this, yeah. I feel like Jared probably likes it too because Jared's never given a rating under 9.94. So <laughs> he probably also would fist fight me on this side of the table uh, without question. You know what? Um... You know what I think would be cool to have at your work? And if you're a small business owner or if you can make this happen, just do a retreat. You guys ever been on a work retreat? That sounds like the most miserable. No, it's like it's something that like a billion dollar company does where it's just like, yeah, we're not working this week. We're on a work retreat. They take you on vacation? Yeah, exactly. And you go like they pay for it? Yeah. No, I've never experienced that. (laughs) Have you had one of those? I've traveled for work. Maybe not to that excess because I feel like it would be really cool to work for a company like that and those companies are out there. But even if even if you just do like a Tuesday to Thursday Hey, we rented off. We rented out this office space somewhere else. You switch it up. You're just in team building meetings all day. They buy you lunch every day. They buy you like gifts. They're giving me a long commute. Is what you're telling see, me? See that 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 would be cool, but I feel like I don't want that. The the time spent is about work, even though the whole goal is to get away from it. Yeah, but you it's don't about work. work. Though. So I, I don't want to hang don't out. Know. No, you, I don't want to. You want to know it's fucked up. Um, one of the places that I worked at would have their executives go on a retreat. 
and they'd post pictures in this like crazy fucking spot and they're talking about all yeah. the work that they're getting done but they're in like bermuda you see what i'm saying and then in the <laughs> same slideshow the same slideshow they would thank everybody for their work so yeah. it's like hey man you know i don't know i just think it's cool when companies like yeah we got a retreat we got a company retreat I like traveling for work. Here's a Yeti with our logo the, on the it. The only company retreat I've had is 7 a.m. in an airport bar getting fucking bombed before my plane That's ride. what I mean. Like, That's it's it. not more businesses should do company retreats. I agree. I, I see are where we you're on getting this, at. Are we on different pages? Are you working on this retreat? This is a work trip, right? Sort of, but not really. Like, so my experience, I've done a couple cool things. One thing, I went to Wall Street. That was pretty fun. I was in like, it was kind of. Was it a retreat? No. No, nah, it's not fun then. No, I mean, we had like classes, but like we had classes with people that like wanted to work with the companies we were in because it was like, you know, it's insurance. So like people can benefit from each other. So it wasn't too bad. It was just classes. But I've also had the other dynamic where it's like you're sent to another office within your company and you're working full time, but you're in another location you're getting free food. You know what I mean? Like your happy hour tabs are like kind of comped. Is that like the type of thing that you think of when you say retreat? Yeah, it's a company retreat, man. Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> They're both in the borderline, the same chair looking at chat GPT. So I if cannot work chat GPT right now. How just type do dude. How do you mine? Mine said a funny thing. It said, uh, I'm not lazy. I'm just energy efficient. <laughs> Yo, is your keyboard like the first ever keyboard that had these keys in these in this spot? Yeah, his keyboard has massive letters on it because Nick Dude. is forty seven years old. Look at my keyboard. Oh yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. The right. worse your vision gets. All right, let's know. see how ChatGPT feels about company retreats. Um, but yeah, so what I think of at a company retreat is you just don't do shit, and they give you stuff all day and to say you're on a company retreat it's like oh wow what company do you work for yeah i'm on a company retreat no big deal i don't know that's my dream one day it's a corporate dream it's cool that i have the happy hours are fun i yeah. do yeah the happy hours are cool the get to the hotel when you land is fun it's normally next to a pool that's pretty sweet they got like Places that have brisket sandwiches ready to eat. That's pretty sick, specifically to my experience. That is cool. One day. One day we'll be there. Okay, do we have anything else in the office realm from ChatGPT before we move on? Um, I just want to acknowledge the fact that it's giving me the corny stuff, too. Like, I, na I need a day between Saturday and Sunday to recover from the weekend. Like, it's it's also, you know, that person in the office that you don't like that gives you the... Oh, how was your weekend? Oh, not long enough. Like, it's also that guy. So I yeah. just want to point that out. I guess it depends on the person delivering those lines. That could change a lot. Yeah. I I asked um, the chat here how they feel about alcoholics. Um, and it just says it's important to uh, have support groups. And you guys are my support group. I'll drink to that. Cheers, drink boys. To that. Oh, man. Cheers. Cheers. What beer do we got here? Silver ah, Haze. Begley's. Hazy Triple bar. IPA. Is this the 25 year anniversary? 25th one? anniversary beer of Fegley's Brew Works. Two locations, one in Bethlehem, one in Allentown. 10%. A hazy triple. Yeah. It's a big boy in the batter's box. 
That is say. that's a good hit. That's a good hit. That's a comfortable upright triple right there. A hundred percent. Like he's a big stocky boy. Yeah. He's not sliding. And he's not sliding. He's not sliding. Yeah, this is uh this is really good. I mean ten percent. That the A B V alone, if you're at ten percent, it's a pretty high score. Just because to have a beer at ten percent A B V and to be able to be sold to people and they can comfortably drink it, that's a that's a high score alone. Punchy. Um and you know, this is a specialty brew, so the can isn't the best. It's it's your typical Fegley's can. It's in the purple style though. I wonder if like purple's their color. Yeah, I wish they would like purple? do what Lost Tavern does and have like an artist design their cans. Yeah, the right. difference cool. it makes is absurd, man. Well, you know what's cool about that? McCall's, again, I think the best beer in the Lehigh Valley, but McCall's, they do the same thing where they have an artist uh, do their cans, but the artist also makes a canvas of the work on the can, and they hang it up at their um, tap room in McCungie. That was really cool. That is cool. It's, it's like, like banners. The canvas the canvases of, of all their beers just hanging up on the walls and it is true artwork. So that is cool. Silver haze though. I mean, again, 10%, it's pretty smooth. It's going to be a high rating no matter what. It's hazy. The silver kind of plays because if I would have, if I had to pick a color for this kind of haze, it'd be a silver. That purple haze. Yeah. Purple, mm. silver, Colors go well together. I'm going to go 7.8. 7.8, you drink two of these very quickly because it goes down smooth and you're pretty buzzed. Yeah. That's, I mean, no, that's I what agree. it's all about. And I'm definitely noticing that, you know, my palate is changing towards the fucking rougher stuff, like just slugging full glasses of whiskey because I'm there for the uh, destination. I'm not here for the journey, right? Um, so 10% delicious. Love it. It's going to get me to where I need to be. I'm going to give this a six, seven. It's a little heavy. That's the only thing that that's kind of tough. I feel like you should care about it, the journey a little more. No, fuck journey's that. the dude. fun part. Cause man. like the destination is like, you're there, you're done. Yeah. That's Cash all, outs aren't fun. Like you're I'm worried about. Okay. I don't know. I hope I have a good journey. With I'm a you journey guys. guy. Thanks. I'm a journey guy. You die when your soul reaches your destination. I'll never stop believing. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Someone should start singing it. Um, I'm uh, I'm on Frank's page with this one. When it comes to like you know the amount of product being delivered here, ten percent, uh, comfortable beer, twenty fifth anniversary. It's a nice sturdy one. Um, I'm a fan. I'll give it a seven point seven. My lucky number. Um. Yeah, and Jared will probably give it a uh, the hundred bajillion out of a million. So you know that's his rating. Uh, he just texted me it. Hundred percent, I confirmed. Yeah, yeah. Frank saw it. I did see it. We do miss Jared, though. It's definitely yeah. different without him being here. Yeah. Moment of silence. Okay. <laughs> so sports. There's a lot of sports going on, and it is a great time. I I will say. I know there's parts of the year that people rank as the best time for sports. This time, beginning of spring, April into May, 
Very, very good. Yeah. And yeah. especially being in the Northeast where the weather is getting nice, that also plays a <laughs> massive part because I can go outside in like shorts and a t-shirt it's and motivating. walk up the street and sit outside at a brewery, watch a Yankees game, and just hang out. Because that, that this is the is north. Tough. You're right. This is the Northeast time. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the winter, it's all about the South. Oh, look at this weather. It's January. Well, fuck you guys. Yeah. It's spring, baby. The best weather in the entire country is spring and fall in the Northeast. And I, I don't I agree. I will argue that till the day I die. I'm with you. So this is our time, boys. We're uh, glowing. Playoffs, hockey, Oof. basketball. Baseball's it. just starting, so it's cool to, in my opinion, just check. I've been checking a lot of box scores. We got some mm-hmm. UFC fights that happen too. Yeah, I watched a couple of Yankee games, Champions. but I'm not into everyone. Champions leagues for all, all my Euro boys oh out there. My. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um. <laughs> can I touch on the soccer player's divorce? Okay, oh, sure, man. Yeah, let, let me just bring this up. I played this, soccer, so th- I have to acknowledge th- this is this is a goat thing. So uh, a player on, on PSG, I'm I'm gonna butcher his name, but his last name's Hakimi, and his wife, right? He's 24. She's 36. They're married, right? This 24-year-old is worth $70 million, okay? Pretty nice. She wants to divorce him. Oh. Okay? That ain't so. Wow. He transferred every single dollar he ever had to his mom and even has his salary going to his mom. His mom gets paid for his games. She gets paid for him, right? This guy makes almost a quarter million dollars a week, and it's going in his mom's bank account. It's an LLC. Yeah, everything. It's a homegrown LLC. Basically. I love that he's from a country that that can be possible. Shout <laughs> yeah. out so, Morocco. So, so this 70, the United States, bro, 70, that ain't happening. Yeah, this $70 million 24-year-old soccer player awesome. is going to get half of his $2 million uh, 36-year-old wife's fortune in the Not divorce. his mom, though. Yeah. Like, if I'm the mom, I'm just <clears throat> balling out on whatever I want. Like, hey, it's my money. Yeah. You can't do shit, son. That yeah. show me tax paperwork. Yeah. That show me some pay stubs, kid. Crazy. Ruthless. Now, you know that's a victory for him, but he was indicted on um, some charges. I'm sure so the fees. Look, are look worth at it. Let's not get into that, but that is, you know, it's a win for you, Kings out there. Or at, he tried. If it doesn't work out. That is true. Where was very it, true. The old college effort. What, Shout what, out his mom because that's the big winner. What a switcheroo, man. <laughs> no matter what, his mom is straight. Like, day she's one. good. Like a literal day one, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Um, <clears throat> obviously, some big-time playoff uh, stuff is going on right now. Um, I'll start with the Knicks. It was def- okay. deflating. Okay. Very deflating game two loss. Out the gate. Um. It was, it was, it sucked. And the thing that got me most tight is Julius Randle down 20 points was still in the game with two minutes left. You, you think coach Thibs, how is he getting away with this? You think the guy that was the head coach for Derrick Rose point guard, number one seed, the bulls were up. 12, 12 points with a minute left. Derrick Rose tears his ACL. The worst news of all time. Why the fuck is Julius Randle still in the game down 20 with two minutes left? He is, Thibs is the most stubborn motherfucker ever. Like, 
He just he just doesn't learn. He's a live by die by kind of coach. Can't, he can't keep getting away with. But this. he's also the type though that if that did happen, he would attribute it to his coaching style, <clears> and it would brush off the shoulder, and he would go on to the next conversation. Like you know how the old school coaches are. Yeah, it, it's tough too because. Derrick Rose probably would have happened no matter what because of just yeah. he would have torn in preseason Derek or in the offseason working yeah, out. Derrick Rose had the worst knees. His body moved ever faster created. than his knees. It yeah, was crazy. So he probably would have torn his ACL no matter what. But it's just crazy that Randall was still in the game. I um, mean, yeah, it, was, it sucked. That was a shitty loss. You know what's crazy? Crazy stat, which makes honestly tough to say, but LeBron's win with the Cavs. In 2016, that much more remarkable. This was the Cavs' first playoff win without LeBron since 1998. <laughs> Damn. Guess who, who Guess who was their leading scorer? In 1998? Yeah. Oh, dude, that's a long time ago. A long time ago. I don't know. It's a guy you don't even remember being with the Cavs. Sean Kemp. Wow. That was their last playoff win without LeBron. And where is Sean Kemp now? That I think arrested actually, <laughs> so I think he did some bad things, but not good. It is crazy though, and like I said, it it makes LeBron's run with the Cavs in sixteen that much more crazier. It's just a shitty franchise. You know, I mean, his what first year, second year, his like next best guy was what Mo Williams or Ogaskis. Like he was going to the chip. It's just a shitty franchise. So, it's crazy. They get um, no traffic at yeah, all. It's just. Again, shitty owner, shitty way of business, but they got it done. They got their first win without LeBron since 1998. Shout out the Cavs. Um, but hey, I think it's going to be a good series. Going back to New York, Knicks have home court advantage with the game one after the game one win. So that's cool. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Uh, which, uh, which guy on your roster are you most excited about right now? Ooh, that's a good one. Definitely. Uh, I mean, there's obvious, right? I'm not going to say Julius Randle. I mean, it's either going to be Josh Hart or Emmanuel quickly. Um, even though Josh Hart, he's banged up now and it kind of sucks because the, the game one was great. It was like euphoria, like everything you wanted to happen, everyone coming up big. It was sick. Um, and game two is just like they forgot how to play the, the sport of basketball. They forgot what the rules were. That was game two. Um, I'm excited for quickly though. I, he's great, man. Uh, watching him at Kentucky, everyone shitted on the pick. And now this year he's a finalist for six man of the year. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, you see, you know, the crowd doesn't know what they want, dude. They'll, yeah. boo, they'll boo Giannis on a pick, but they'll all be in, in the stadium with the jersey 10 years later when he's MVP. Uh, another team, Lakers, you know. It's another just another popular team. It's a big team. We brought up LeBron. Uh sturdy sixteen point win. Achimura. I mean, you got a lot of guys right now on that team that are playing good basketball. And anybody who's ever watched basketball in the last two decades understands that like when the role players are clicking, those are the teams that are dangerous. Your star guys are always gonna get you double digits they're gonna get you the points they're gonna they're gonna do their stats but when the role players are clicking and that the locker room is fun in the interviews like those are the teams that are moving um very happy to say the lakers are in that bracket they're not the only team there um but 
they they've been playing good basketball. I mean, Ashimura again, like he's he's given that physicality that LeBron, it's best if he doesn't have to bring. AD is the best player LeBron has ever played with, and he's doing his best to stay healthy to get through this postseason. And then you got guys like Austin Reeves coming in well into the double digits, dude. Like him and Ashimura, like they cooked. They're putting up like 40, 50 points as like a duo right now. And those hustle plays happen and those points get dropped on you. And then LeBron comes into the game. I have a quick question for you. Do you think, um, do you think the support players for the Lakers, LeBron and AD will be enough to support uh, Reeves and Rui? Do I think the support players of what? Say that again. So do you think LeBron and AD will support Austin Reeves and Rui enough for the Lakers to make a deep run? Yeah. Yeah. I think LeBron enables Reeves to get to the next level and really dominate as a star. You could even say the king of the team, right? Austin Reeves. Right. Yeah. LeBron off the bench, Reeves with the start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're on the same page. Did you see when he yelled, I'm him? That was yeah, great. Yeah, I did like that. That was great. But, dude, it's so cool. Like, you know these – imagine you're Austin Reeves, man, and you're playing on a team with LeBron points, yeah. in the playoffs, right? Like, dude, a kid of his age, he's been watching LeBron his entire life. Can you imagine, like, what that is like? Yeah, I mean, it, it is crazy, again, with, with Austin Reeves being on that team. And he had a great game one, man. Like, he balled out. Um, he, he played really well and it, it was crazy, obviously jaw getting hurt and the other injuries to, to the Grizzlies, but the Lakers aren't your average seven seed. Um, oh, I still got that mid season $5 ticket that pays like four fifty yeah, if they went g- out game two tonight. Um, big game two. Can't wait. I'm so big excited. game two. Um, but yeah, that it was just funny that Austin Reeves kind of stole the show. In game one. I love hilarious. it. Dude. <laughs> Dude, LeBron needs less camera time sometimes, so I'm all about it. Uh, other series, Heat Bucks, Heat Up 1 as of Wednesday, that is. Giannis out, that sucks. Yeah. Wolves, Nuggets, Nuggets up 1. I don't, I mean, the Nuggets are going to, they're going to win this series. Like, I don't, I don't they think. Should, they should win. They should sweep or win five to one. Yeah, opinion. I don't think we need to spend much time on the Wolves Nuggets. Uh, the Celtics have been cooking, absolutely cooking. But that's what happens when you're the Hawks and you announcing you're announcing that Trey Young is on the trading block before you go into the playoffs. I mean, that's the same thing as your offensive coordinator interviewing the week before the Super Bowl, not saying names. Um, yeah, that that is crazy. Tatum and Jalen Brown had an historic season. Yeah, uh, one of the best duos statistically of all time Dude, they're crazy it's crazy how little respect they get obviously they're massive players but like i don't think people genuinely understand just how good they are like i don't think they really comprehend that yeah uh they both came into their own uh this past year um and even last year obviously going to the finals but um like i was just saying that's wise. They've had an insane year. Um, I mean, they're they're up there with all time great duos with the numbers they they put up um, this past regular season, and then game you know games one and two of the playoffs. 
just crazy. And the Hawks, like you said, uh, I don't know what's going on with them. It's funny too, because, um, uh, their coach, uh, Quinn Snyder, he could have went anywhere this off season. And he was like, yeah, I'll just join the Hawks mid season. Fuck it. Like who cares? Atlanta, James Harden told me all the good strip clubs are here. We can circle back, but I'm interested to see the coaching positions that open up when the season ends. And oh, like we can yeah, look there's... at what he would have had access to, well, that's at least interview-wise. I mean. Yeah, well, he he would have had any interview you wanted, and I think he would have had any job you wanted, honestly. Um, but, yeah, we'll we'll see what, what, uh, what stuff opens up. I think the best series so far, though, Suns Clippers. Yeah. A hundred percent. That has been great. Ka- Kawhi Leonard. If you, if, if you had, a if you went to court over the pros and cons of load management, Kawhi Leonard would be the face of load management. Like he would be <laughs> the lead witness, lead testimony, lead person. It's just crazy that he could not play all year and then be this incredible in the playoffs. That's kind of why he's just that good. He's so fucking good. Um, The series is tied though. One, one Clippers came out in in game one and and took it. You know what? Russell, Russell Westbrook had a really, really good game too. You still got that thunder Jersey. I do. I I was thinking about, I was thinking about rocking it. Like he, he (laughs) played very, very well in game two and game one. He didn't really shoot the best, but he was doing a bunch, man, like rebounding and hustling and just doing Russell Westbrook shit. Him and Kawhi combined for 59 in game two, 28, 31. So it's not like it was one sided. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the funniest thing was though, um, when he got into that altercation, not even altercation, but when he like got into it with the fan in like the back room, that was at halftime. Well, well the guy was eating he, ham. He was eating a steak or whatever. Yeah. I thought he was eating ham. Yeah. Dude. Did you guys see the breakdown from Wendy? Oh, Brian no. Lindhorst? No. Okay. So I'll tell you, first of all, Westbrook, what the fuck are you doing, bro? That's at, I thought it was at the end of the game. That was at halftime. Focus yeah. on the game, bro. It's got his jersey up like it's a little fucking so, tank top, too. Just it's so like Zeke warming up. The way Windhorse described it was when COVID happened, there was a little like quick route in, um, you know, in Phoenix where the visiting team, if they came out of their locker room and, and took the regular route back to the court, it would be like a two minute walk. But if you use this quick route that was created during COVID, when there was no fans, it's like a 20-second walk from the visiting locker room to the court. So players still use this little quick shortcut. So it was during halftime, and R- Russell Westbrook walks through this area that fans now occupy, and they probably yelled Westbrook at him. <laughs> and, and he got into it with the Suns fan who was definitely – he looked like he was about it. I'm not gonna I mean, lie. I'll be about it too. If multi multi millionaire wants to fight me. I'm taking. I can't, I'm taking I can't that lose. But in this my situation. thing was like that was at halftime. I thought it was at the end of the game. I mean, Russ, Westbrook. His maturity you, has been in question his whole career. Buddy, what are you doing? Focus on the game. 
but that was crazy. surprising. He had a really good game too, though. And he that, that series, yeah, that series is going to be, I think that's going to go seven. That'd be sick if that goes seven. It's best for basketball fans if that series goes seven. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Um, what was the other one that was going on that I wanted to touch on? So <laughs> one more, <laughs> one more series that I wanted to talk about. Uh, Warriors line Warriors and the Kings and the Kings. <laughs> Light the beam. Yeah, it's... Draymond stomping dudes out. Yeah. Dude, that, that was, was pretty ridiculous. That was crazy. And <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me make an announcement real quick. If you're on the internet defending Draymond Green, stop paying your internet provider. Shut off you don't need media. to talk. Like, you don't have to talk out loud to anybody. Because if you watch a guy who has proven himself a dirty player consistently, right, over and over and over again... And you get a dude who's never been in the news once in his life try to cover his face and hook his foot. It was an honest accident. Watch the tape. Watch the tape, you couch athletes. And then Draymond Green decides to stomp on his chest. If you don't think that's worth the measly one-game suspension that he got, I don't know what – you need to stop paying your internet provider so immediately. He, he only got one game. I'm sorry. I'm 5'7". I don't watch basketball. Um, do you take offense to he, it when you watch it? He only, I feel Does my so, height offend you. I feel so inadequate whenever I watch, so that's why I don't chime in much on NBA stuff. It's tough. Um, but one game, just one game. That's dude, all he fucking he, he got. Stomped dude. on this man's chest, that's who's laying up. on the ground. That's yeah, he up. um he gave Sabonis um like if Sabonis was on the ground dying. And he needed his heart to restart. He, would, he was hitting him with that defibrillator. Like, I don't even know if I said that right. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. He was just fucking chest compression. Chest compression. Yeah, that was Christ. stupid. But like Eli said, honest mistake by Sabonis. Some people, not me directly, but a lot of people are saying he did grab it. He grabbed well, Draymond's he foot. Yeah, he did <clears throat> grab his foot. And like, they were dude, people get tangled up. up. It yeah, happens. They're getting tangled up. You don't just punch when but you get tangled up. In no way, shape, or form, if you're Draymond, can you just start kicking on this dude's chest? Yeah. You just can't let's do see. it. Let's watch this. It's a hyper-low IQ play. I mean, there's there's no doubt. It's emotional intelligence is at an absolute zero uh, I love in that the, moment. I love the fake little jump he does oh, afterwards. Sabonis so. flopped for sure, though. I mean, like, he wasn't as hurt. I mean... Dude, the guy no, Dray- Draymond stomped on him and then like acted like he was tripping on. No, him. but what I'm saying is Sabonis kind of rolled oh, on the, the ground as if he was dying. And yeah, I mean, yeah, the NBA at this point is almost like European soccer. Nick, you should know what that <laughs> what that is. Yeah, but that's feet and this is hands. And okay, yeah. okay. unless you're Lopez, I mean, he stomped and that's also feet. Yeah. But as as a foot guy, what? But, <laughs> not, my, not my thing. Only feet. Um, as as a basketball guy, though, so it's a bonus flop. So your hands guy. Ooh. Could be. Yeah. I'd you say know, that. there's foot fetishes out there, not to sidebar real quick, but there's no hand fetishes. I feel like hands are kind of normal. There's no secrecy normal? to hands. Yeah. They're like right here. True. Yeah. Where are my feet? Mm. But you do more with your hands. Okay, so, exactly. they're more, so they're more. So there's present. more more imagination to. Okay, back to sports. Crazy sidebar. If you do want to reach Nick, though, hit him up at um, reddit.com backslash. Send me your best hand picks. Only feet. <laughs> um, yeah, 
Um, yeah. But yeah, the NBA playoffs, the West is wide open. I think the East, everyone kind of knows who's coming out of there. Um, not the Knicks, unfortunately. But West is wide open. Should be really fun. And it's going to be exciting. And the best part, like I was saying earlier about this time, is playoff hockey is also happening. I know it's not the most popular sport, but playoff hockey really is. Like, you just got to give it a shot. Tell us about it. Even, eh? if, even if you don't watch any regular season game, Playoff hockey draws you in. Hockey's so fun like, to not get at all. And the thing where the Kings and the Oilers just went overtime, playoff hockey is the most intense thing you've ever experienced. It's not like the end of basketball games where the last minute takes 17 actual minutes. It's not long. It's not drawn out. It's You're on the edge of your seat, and you have anxiety Times ten, Ooh. the whole time. Like I was crazy, dude. Because hockey structure, like in gameplay, is closest. It's closer to soccer than basketball, like it's significantly. Continuous. But the fact that it's just in, it's got to be ten times faster than soccer. I mean, you see the soccer runs to go back, where they get your heart rate way up because it's, you're on edge. Well, yeah, the rink hockey is a does lot that smaller. in like ten percent of the time. <clears throat> So it's like these guys yeah. always have the opportunity to score. I, they're I, crazy freak athletes. I think the MMA aspect to hockey also applies here. Yeah, they can you fight know? whenever. You, you, and it's like, oh, okay, you got to you fought, you got to sit for five you, minutes. No suspensions, you have no a, fines. You have a fucking makeshift sword oh, yeah, and his chest. Like <laughs> at any given time, you have a weapon though, and that's what a lot yeah. of sports are missing. So the Rangers up one nothing on the Devils. Uh, it's kind of crazy too because. The last time the the Rangers and Devils played in the playoffs was, I think, 2012. Like, that rivalry has been so strong, but they haven't really met in the postseason just what, just because, you know, the Devils were good for a while, and the Rangers were, were kind of better, and the, the Devils have been off for a little bit. But, I don't know, pretty cool stuff. Check it out. Playoff hockey and playoff basketball happen at the same time. It's a great time. Great time of year. Another, the weather's warming up. Another another playoff RBC heritage from the past weekend. Did you guys catch that at all? Yeah, Matt's Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Um, I did. It was really funny. Yeah. The USA chants were great. Mm-hmm. That was hilarious. It, it was just and tough. people that are butthurt about that suck. It, it like, was, it's just jest, man. Yeah, it was tough watching it as a big Spieth fan, and it's been a, it's been so long since he's won anything. Watching him uh, brutally fuck up that uh, putt. Yeah, um, he had a couple plus to win. In, in in Matt Fitzpatrick's defense, he also had a couple plus yeah. to win. But then Spieth, man, that one playoff hole, it was probably like an eight footer, and it lips out. The one yeah. guy behind him, and you know he had money on Spieth. The one guy behind him freaking out. It was yeah. so funny. Uh, well. It's a great place to win. You know, it is pretty cool with Fitzpatrick. He, him, and his family has been visiting Hilton Head since he was six years old. It became a vacation destination for them, even over in England. It's just a great place to be at, man. Yeah, it's a it's a cool place over on holiday. We should go visit. It's we should go visit, man. That it's it's a magical. Go place. next month. We'll post about it for the podcast. You know what? Yeah, just for you guys. I'll, I'll make that decision when the time comes. <laughs> so we'll see. All right, word. Yeah. We shall see. One last thing in sports, though. Have to have to touch on two fights from the UFC. One Billy Q lost a tough one off a knee to Barboza. 
Um, anyone who's a longtime listener knows that Dave and Jesse Romano, uh, trainer Billy Q, fights in the UFC. Dave and Jesse are some friends of mine they used to uh, play soccer with. So we do stay in touch uh, quite often. And unfortunately, Billy Q, the squid himself, he caught a knee. It happens. Charge it to the game. Barbosa's a legend. He looked lost. After it? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, probably. You would have had to teach me how to walk again if someone yeah. hit me with that knee. Oh, dude, if someone hit me with that knee, I'd be dead. It's crazy. I mean, it was one of those. At least he remained upright. I'd be dead. You see the strikes where, like, <laughs> you know I mean? they just pick the right shot. Like, yeah. it's just I mean, very clear. He like, needed GPS after that. Like, he even was GPT. lost, bro. GPT, just to talk. Yeah, Chad yeah. GPT, would, he, he would need more. He was lost. Dude, mm-hmm. another guy, Arnold Allen, he did put up a good fight against Max Holloway. It's going to help his UFC career. It'll, get, it'll land him some more fights, some strikers, Justin Gaethje, Michael Chandler, like, even... You know, any any of those style fighters he'll land with. But, dude, he got his significant strikes doubled by Max Holloway, who we all have seen put on absolute striking clinics. His last fight, the guy went directly to the hospital. Dana White literally said, don't talk to me. Don't talk to anybody. Get in the ambulance and go to the hospital. Oh, wow. Because he took so many. Sig- like it was the world. It was the record. Point. Significant strikes. Holy shit. Dana White said, you know, Herb Dean, who never ends fights when they're supposed to end. You think he has like the Saints bounty dynamic going on. He Dana's on the side in the fourth round saying like this fight is over. Like this needs to be over. It has to be over. It goes full time. And dude, it's a bloodbath. Holloway sets the the record for the most strikes in a match in any. That's great. I feel class. like if Dana White is stopping a fight, his product. Well, he sees how bad it is. Well, that's what I'm saying. If he's stopping a fight, that's, that's when guys bad. die. Yeah, that's, that's when guys bad, die, bro. Yeah, and you know Dan Snyder is not stopping anything, right? So, like, Hell let's no. look at it from that dynamic. But yeah, dude, it's a crazy weekend in the UFC, and you know you're fresh off the Adesanya last. It's the UFC's heating up for the summer, 100%. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, real quick, Eli, your initial thoughts. Dan Snyder finally selling the team? Give it to me, quick. Beautiful, Boom. beautiful, beautiful. Is it and real? Joe, yeah, and Joe Gibbs sure? Joe Gibbs is joining the Harris Group as a partial owner. Ooh, Former Washington head coach in our good years that I wasn't around for. Let's dude get Dan Snyder out, dude. There's there's few people on this planet that I would choose Dan Snyder over. Again, my point. only question has been going on for so long. Is it really gonna happen? Yeah, because the Harris group was leading like two months ago in the talks. So they've been pretty adamant. I mean, he already is a partial owner of what, the Devils and an NBA team. It's either Sixers. That's your right. brother in now. Your brother yo, you you and the seventy sixers should be like that. Well, if the I have to Philadelphia pick a Philadelphia 76ers. team to deal with, it's the Sixers. So you 100%. love you love them now? No, no, I still got the midseason Lakers ticket, baby. What are we talking about? Embiid's gonna win MVP this but year. But that's though. your brethren, though. I never met him. Different house, interesting. Different household, interesting. But get us out of Snyder, and then and we'll we'll deal with the new <laughs> issues. Yeah, that is cool though. But all right, that's it, Nick. I'm Nick's just texting chat IG. Whatever, I'm drunk. 
He just said that to chat. With winky faces? <laughs> yeah, he was like, I'm drunk. You, you up, fuck? chat GPT? Yeah. <laughs> you up? It's fucking 7.45 p.m. Let's see what you this up? is. You up? Yes, I'm an AI language model, so I'm available 24-7. You stupid motherfucker. It's right. so hot. <laughs> this hoe. All right. Maybe we shouldn't F- advertise so no one can find us. <laughs> Follow us everywhere.